listening to Beltway Beef, official commentary from the National Cattlemen's Beef Association's Washington, D.C. office. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Beltway Beef. This is Ashley, and today I'm joined by Ted Matthews. And Ted has over 30 years of experience in rural mental health and just wanted to bring him on the podcast today because May is Mental Health Awareness Month. And, you know, this is a topic that is really important to talk about you know, everywhere, but especially in rural communities. And, and Ted is someone that can talk to that topic um, in just a really unique way, just because of his experiences. So Ted, we are so glad that you're on the podcast today. Thanks. Well, do you just want to start out by giving us a little bit of background on who you are and, and your experiences? Uh, Ted Matthews, I'm a psychologist. I have worked uh, in the state of Minnesota and done trainings all across the country and, and podcasts and so on in other nations, uh, all working with farm mental health uh, and always focusing on the concept that it's mental health, not mental illness. Yeah, and I, I think that's a, a really important distinction. And I know one of the things that you know we've talked about before is just making people feel comfortable talking to you and uh, coming to you if, if there's something on their mind that they want to discuss. So can you just kind of dive into why um, rural mental health and specifically working with farmers is so important to you? Well, you know, farmers are a unique group. And one of the problems that I've seen with uh, a lot of therapists is they just assume they understand, you know, how you work with people. And you need to understand farmers in order to work with farmers. And you don't have to be a farmer. You don't have to understand farming, but you have to understand farmers. And, and that means that they have a unique occupation. And, and there's so many things that are factored in that create all of their own stresses that, frankly, a lot of other occupations don't have. There isn't ever a time in farming where they don't feel stress, ever. It's a matter of what you do with it. And, and all people deal with stress differently. Right. And so I think that kind of segues perfectly into the next question I had for you. You know, people deal with stress differently. Can you talk a little bit about how men and women display, um, you know, mental health issues differently? Sure. You know, in general, Men, when they feel stress, the higher the stress level, the less they want to talk about it. And with women, the higher the stress level, the more they want to talk about it. Now, in, in normal everyday life outside of farming, that's not a big deal. You know, you, you find a time and blah, blah, blah. But in farming, if I'm really stressed as a farmer and my wife wants to talk about it my thought is why is she bugging me you know i'm really stressed and now she wants to talk about this stuff i don't have time to talk about that i don't want to talk about that i i need to figure out this that and the other thing and she's asking me all these stupid questions and it's driving me nuts um why is she doing that and she's thinking you know why won't he talk to me you know why won't he share what's going on with me how can i know what's going on if he won't talk to me and so she keeps pushing to have him talk because that's her way of communicating. So his way of communicating is back off, don't talk, um, hope it goes away, 
figure out what he's going to do in the future and so on. Her way of communicating is talk it through, talk about it, find ways to get through that. And so why that's so significant is they've literally gotten into a fight and they haven't, they haven't started yet. They haven't even started talking yet. And they're already arguing simply because of the differences in personality and the differences in how they view those things. And so as someone who is encouraging people to come talk to them and, and to talk about those stressors, you know, what do you encourage people to do? What's kind of the first step? Well, for one, when you communicate, if, if you can't communicate about other things, it's pretty hard to communicate about the farm. When we're uncomfortable with things, the tendency is to put, pull away from those things that we're uncomfortable with. So what we need to do is sit down and talk about them. And if I can talk to you about one thing, then maybe I can talk to you about two things and then 10 things and then 20 things. So finding ways to communicate becomes incredibly important and how we communicate becomes important. If, if you're going to have a healthy relationship, you need to respect each other. You don't have to agree but you have to respect and and respect is something that that oftentimes is truly lacking when it comes to relationships on farms. Now everything you're saying there is is really important and I think that's kind of the foundation of being able to to run a successful farm. Um so when we're talking about these different stressors, we already know that this past year has been, you know, abnormally stressful um, with COVID-19 and with market issues and just seems like a lot of things were happening at once in the ag world. Um, so I think now more than ever, it's really important to be able to identify the different stressors and how do you identify when someone might be acting a little bit different than normal? Can you just kind of walk us through maybe some of the signs that you know men or women um, might display if, if something's just, if they need to talk about something or if there's just a, an unusual stressor on them? Well, when, when people show that they're changing their personality, the, the normal ways they do things, um, they don't normally get angry and now they seem to be angry all the time. Um, they, they communicate, you know, even in small ways when they're at the, the dinner table, and now they're not doing that, or sometimes even avoiding the, the, the kitchen table. Um, stressors build, and stressors build on everyone. It's, it, you know, none of us are immune to that. How we deal with it becomes a, a, the key factor. What do I need to do? Not, not what do people need to do? Not, not what's the general concept of stress and, and how people deal with it. Remember, if, if, if depression and stress and anxiety, uh, if, if those were, were simple things to understand and, and work on, then why are there 100,000 books written on every one of those subjects? If, if it was that simple, how could we possibly need 100,000 books written on that? So stress, anxiety, depression, Human emotion is, to me, the most complex thing in the universe. There's nothing more complex than human emotion. And we like to bring it down to these basic, simple things, right, on, good, bad, up, down, left, right. And the fact is, how I feel is who I am. That's what, that's what defines me. Uh, I, I'm not defined by my height, my weight, my gender, 
I, I'm defined by what do I feel? Who am I? And if I don't know who I am to me, then it's pretty hard for anybody else to figure out who you are. And so focusing on what I feel and accepting myself for how I feel um, is a lot harder than it sounds because we're constantly told how we're supposed to feel. And I'm really depressed because, you know, the prices are really low. Well, you know, they'll get better, you know, that, you know, I don't worry about that. You know, that, that stuff always happens. It's like, yeah, that's true, but I'm stressed about it. So am I going to do something about it? Or am I going to simply say, well, everybody says, you know, no big deal. Um, maybe to me, it's a, a big deal. And maybe it's the last straw for me, you know, because we build it's, it's easy when we know exactly what the stressor is, it, it, that that's easy. One thing, and, and that's the stressor, and we can focus on that. But very rarely is that the case. For most of us, it's a lot of things, and we build. It gets it gets worse, and one more thing, and we can still handle it, and one more thing, and we can still handle it. Which is why when I say mental health and not mental illness, what we're talking about mental health wise is bringing those stressors down, bringing them more into control so we don't have to get to the point where it is mental illness. You know, throughout the podcast, we've talked a lot about how farming is such a unique business and that's why it lends itself to um, some unique stressors. And I think for a long time, there's been a stigma on rural health and in taking care of your mental health in rural communities. So I guess this question is kind of twofold. Why do you think that is? And then what is your um, what is your method and your theory behind talking to folks in rural communities? What do you do differently and, and why should they feel comfortable coming to you? Well, first of all, you know, farming is, is sort of an isolated occupation. So who knows about your stresses? Maybe your family and you. Um, even if you go to church, most of the time, you don't talk about that. And, you know, farmers, when they get together, they're all talking about the same things and they're not really discussing what they're feeling. They're discussing concepts, you know, like uh, it's too wet and it's too dry and it's oh, whatever, you know. Um, and, and so you have that isolation factor. And so, you, you know, what are you comparing it to? And, and there's nothing to compare it to. And why farmers are comfortable with me is for one, I'm, I'm a lot more blunt than most therapists are. Um, I, I don't go by anything except Ted, you know, and what I tell people all the time is, you know, if, if you want somebody to talk to me, don't tell them to call a psychologist, tell them to call Ted, he knows more about this than I do. Make it simple, make, make it comfortable, make it, because we're not talking about me and, and who I am. We're talking about the person who needs to call and who they are and how do we get them there? And so it's simply, you know, call Ted and, and that's easier. Secondly, you know, when you're looking at those things, um, you need to be aware of what the family dynamics are it in in um when i deal with with marriage counseling as an example almost always there's there's huge issues with the kids you know who's going to take over the farm other factors um when we don't know what to do we do nothing and that is 
such a true statement. And so if we see loved ones that are, that are, are really stressed and we're concerned about them, do something. Um, I encourage everyone, uh, Minnesota uh, has a great hotline for farm. And it took them a long time to figure out how to become a good hotline, but they are now. And so when people call that hotline, they know what to do. So if, if I'm just a normal citizen out there and, and I don't know what I would do, I'm not going to do anything. So call a hotline and say, well, if I call a hotline because I'm concerned about someone or I am that person that, that is having issues, what are you going to do? How, how, what do you, so I know, so I can immediately act on that. And that's always, you know, the first step is the hardest. That's a fact. So just simply find something, you know, a clergy, you know, your minister. So, so again, figure out what you can do before you have to do it. And it, it just makes it so much easier. And um, every time, you know, there's a suicide, you know, I, 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 family gets so, you know, why, you know, why did he or she do that? Well, it's almost always he on a farm. Um, matter of fact, I've never dealt with a female that committed suicide on the farm. Why do they do that? You know, well, that's a question that everybody asks. And the fact is, they pull away further and further and further and further and people see them pulling away, but they think, well, well what can I do? You know, um, do something. Um, are you responsible for a person's life and death? Nope. But do you want to say I should have done something or do you want to say I did do something? You know, those are your two choices. These are, I mean, some pretty heavy issues that we're talking about this morning, but um, you know, coming from a rural community and, and coming from an ag background, um, thank you so much for talking about these things and, and helping to reduce that stigma on mental health in rural communities, because I think it's something we need to talk about more and, and encourage people to uh, talk about those stressors and, and have someone like you or other resources in their state to be able to talk through some of those things um, because there's no shame in needing to, to talk about those things because farming is stressful. There, there are a lot of factors and there are a lot of things that I don't think you're meant to deal with just on your own. So uh, Ted, what you're doing is incredible. And just before we, we let you go here this morning, um, obviously we will put your phone number and, and contact information if folks uh, want to reach out to you, but what are some other good resources? You know, you mentioned uh, clergy and, and folks at the church, but some other good resources people could reach out to within their states. Well, you know, social services uh, in, in a lot of states are, are really helpful, but they are a good resource. And a lot of social workers are really care. Farm advocates are great. Farm mediators are great. Um, I work with both of those groups all the time. Um, not everybody needs a psychologist, but there's nobody alive that doesn't need some encouragement and doesn't, you know, I, I tell people this all the time. If you're the happiest person in the world, you should say, hey, can I be a little happier? Why wouldn't you want to be, you know, and instead of, instead of, well, I can handle it. And so why would you want to? And, and so talking to people, just anybody beats the heck out of not talking. 
And so just having conversations, admitting you're stressed or you're anxious or you're depressed, big deal. We all are. At some point or another, we're all that way. We all feel that way. So talking about it helps. Well, Ted, thank you so much again for um, everything that you've said this morning and, and just walking us through a topic that sometimes is, is a little bit challenging to, to talk about, but really appreciate, again, everything that you're doing um, and appreciate you being on the podcast this morning. You're welcome. This has been another episode of Beltway Beef, official commentary from the National Cattlemen's Beef Association's Washington, D.C. office. Don't forget to check us out online at policy.ncba.org or catch the podcast wherever you get your podcasts, including Spotify at Beltway Beef, also on Twitter at Beltway Beef. We'll see you next time.